I'm going to say this, and I'm going to do it as a confession, not as a sermon. I think Jesus is committed to setting us free from an orphan spirit. I think Jesus is committed to setting me free from an orphan spirit. And I, I spent it too long, I'm stinking 54, and I'm still getting over it, I'm coughing it up. And his zeal is just coming after me. I, I want to do other things. And he's like, I can't do anything else to get this off of you. And that's the thing I was going to say. I was talking to this leader, and it was, it was like the biggest danger to us helping lead in what he's given us to do is, is us walking in an orphan spirit. And that's not some psychological term. It's not some just charismatic term. It's, it's really a biblically-based issue. John 14, 18, Jesus says, I, I will not leave you as orphans. I'm going to come to you. And of all the things he could have said, you know, they're freaking out because he's going to leave. And he's like, I got to deal with this thing. Um, I, don't, I don't want you to be panicked about being orphans. The fallen race is cursed with this at its core. We, we lost Papa God in the garden. And we've walked and we have it in the DNA of our old nature. It's that orphan spirit. It's that we were in the garden and Papa's walking with them, loving on them. And I know there's bridal dynamics with who we are, but this issue of sonship is the primary issue all the way through and us being sons and daughters of God. And the opposite of sonship is being an orphan. And um, we just got it in us. It's a default thing in us. It's a default thing. And what I mean by orphan is that you lose your papa, you lose the connection, and thus your emotional and thinking culture is made up of um, ab abandonment and alienation and, and guilt and rejection. You just walk just immediately thinking all these things. And so I believe that uh, orphan spirit will pollute the true move of the spirit and your destiny and your walk. And so I want to just talk through, and these things are, they came out of my heart about, and they came from the lab that is my life. Um, so here's a couple things about an orphan spirit. Number one, it's, I just said, it's the emotional and thinking culture of abandonment, alienation, and rejection. That you feel distance between and alienated from and gonna be rejected. It's in the core of the fallen nature and it begins, an orphan spirit begins to really create and motivate the way that you think. Number two, it's driven to earn the love and acceptance craved from God and others. An orphan spirit is working hard to perform to get people to like them. It's challenged and doesn't walk well and it's a foreign language to get grace. That I'm loved when I'm a sinner is, what? I'm loved when I do good. I'm loved when I do something well. And um, it's, that is problematic when you are trying to earn the love and acceptance from God and from others. Especially because if it's misdirect in the gospel that he's already radically loved us. Um, sons move from an already loved and then they do. Orphans feel unloved and are working hard to get loved. And if you're working hard to get loved and not working hard from love, uh, it makes a real difference 
and how you operate and how you think about what's happened around you. An orphan spirit has a rival, jealous spirit towards those around them. It just can't stop being competitive. He's battling for the morsels of food at the table and wants to be the best, wants to be better than the other brother. I've battled this my whole life. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's so poisoning. Number four, it has an inordinate need for success and affirmation. I was telling Amy today, I was, I was looking on, I was looking on Facebook, I don't know if anybody friends with um, Marky, you know little Marky that's in the city? Um, his mama puts those pictures on there and I see her, you know, he's got an EB, I don't know, it's some disease where his skin's just eating up and he's 17 and can't walk and his eyes blew up. Something was happening. What happened the last few days? Something where he's bleeding from the... And then he's blind for a couple days. And his mama's like, let's be angry. And he's like, I don't like how I feel. I want to be thankful. Laying with blinders and scabs all over his body. And he's like, I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful for my mom. I'm thankful. You know, he just started... I was like, oh my God, he's discipling me. In the midst of my complaining, whatever. And then watching that mama... And Papa, unwrap and put on bandages and unwrap and every day. And then the, the mission, uh, what's the deal? The mission, men's mission, what do we do? We give money to it. What's it called? Union Rescue. I'm like, that right there, caring for poor and drug addicts. I told Amy, I know in my heart that kind of stuff is the highest honored stuff in heaven. By far, I know it. The problem on earth is it doesn't give as, get as much applause or as much money. And that's embarrassing to say out loud. And it's the truth. Why do I not like? I know in my heart that's beauty. It's why it moves my heart. But I'm like, I told her, it's hard to get famous doing that. It's hard to get success and affirmation. Number five, an orphan spirit is regularly devastated by weaknesses, their own weaknesses, trials, and by the loving discipline of the Lord. It interprets it as punishment. It interprets it as um, rejection. And um, there's no way around that we're weak, we're broken, there's trials and there's discipline coming because our Father loves us. He promised it to us. Um, this is probably why I'm a mess tonight and because uh, the Lord's going after this with zeal in my heart. He's given me moments of, I've been planting and pioneering things and I'll do something and I know what it's like to start with just basics and then to watch it grow and the applause increases or to be sitting in El Rey doing nothing and then everybody thinks you know somebody and know something and then we have a prayer movement and disordinate things. I repented at River Lawn about it because I was secretly just drawing in the success and I was glad that God was being glorified but I really liked it that everybody thought I was a great leader. So I repented of that and I'm forgiven so I don't need to do that again. I'm not trying to solicit your whatever and 
You may be like, what the heck am I sitting in this room listening to this guy for? But it's worse than I'm telling you. It's worse than I'm telling you. The seditious, anarchist things that can happen in my heart just because I'm not settled deep in his love, walking as a son. I'm still trying to get some affirmation. So I apologize about that. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that I am uh, not over that yet. I've had funny other people talk to me about how I need to go after other leaders in the city because they're operating in an orphan spirit. Main leaders. You got to go get them. They're an orphan spirit. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, I'm, I'm probably the guy for that job. I'll be the deliverer guy. And then the spirit starts dealing with me and I'm like, oh my God. I'm a carrier of the disease. I know that I'm righteous in Christ, by the way. A son of the living God that's going to ruin reign forever, and I got Jesus righteous. I got that down. It's just I've allowed some stuff in my soul. And I grew up in a generation that was pretty fatherless. And we were competing with platforms and things. And so, um, this thing that's on me, I think it's on, in the end, it measures all of us. We're all waiting for enough of this. And enough accomplishments and to slay enough dragons to where we really feel meaning in our heart and goodness. And I think it's going to be a perversion of something where we won't be able to steward revival and the grace and the anointing God's going to give us to steward if we are um, got that kind of stuff inside us. So I think the Lord wants to heal us and heal the church of an orphan spirit. I think he wants us to get settled and loved and in him to where the secret place is the same as the public place to where people applauding or people trying to kill me and stone me get kind of nearer the same. That the big crowd or the small crowd doesn't affect me. Faithfulness is what I'm into. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm still counting. I'm still evaluating. And so, um, and I know a lot of pastors, I love them, who their worst day of the week, evening is Sunday night, Monday is horrible, as they think through how it went or didn't go <laughs> and how many people complimented for the sermon or didn't compliment for it. And um, I feel for them as they live through the torment, but really they're inviting it by basing what they do on what people say. And so I want to just pray um, that I, we, the church, you would lean in to the deep deliverance from an orphan spirit that's plagued the church. I believe with all my heart, multiple revivals and manifestations of things, the ones we like to read about, if you read longer, they all got wonky. They got weird. The Zusa Street and the Welsh Revival, they all got weird and got funky when men got their hands on it. And I think it was an orphan spirit trying to steward a move of the spirit that ends up polluting the spirit of what's going on. It's people that get a little power, a little fame, a little break, a little breakthrough, a little growth, and then it gets weird. It gets real weird. And so um, I think he's, the Lord loves us, by the way. I'm crying about it and feel the pain about it. And little snot-nosed Nathan's kids, you young people, I love you. I hope you can hear this. Would it be great if you weren't in your 50s hobbling around confessing an orphan spirit? May God give us grace 
that a generation comes up like that. Listen to the old guys who've screwed up enough, who've been at the top of the mountain, at the low of the valley, and all the time just trying to want mom and daddy to like you. (laughs) Well, Father, I pray with my friends tonight that you would deliver us deeply from an orphan spirit that can't think about vision, passion, breakthrough, moves of God without us being in the middle of it. We pray that you would set us free. You did not, you said, I will not leave you as orphans. You said that. And so I thank you that you're gonna deliver a generation that's still trying to do early dreams, but with a worship hat or a preaching hat. God, I'm praying that nobody would be trying to fulfill their rock star dreams from any platform that you've set up. God, I pray Deliver us from an orphan spirit. Deliver us from a sense of abandonment and trying to get people to like us. And I pray you give courage to respond to wherever you would lead that would set us free. In Jesus' name, amen.